1: You don't even know, like, the tornado that happens just before I sit down to record these sessions. Like, it Why? is. I'm literally running around everywhere. It's like, it's like, I, well, I, I, cause I've been b- working in Boston right now. So I'm doing right. it in a rehearsal space and like, whatever. So I had to get into the building, la, la, la. Um, but then like, the plugs don't work. I don't know where I am. And I literally was like, swe- I was like sweating yeah. running around. I was like, I'm <laughs> such a fucking anxious maniac. Jesus Christ. <laughs> how do I, how, Me and how I'm am over I mean? here.
2: <laughs> meanwhile i'm doing like an eye mask and uh, i'm like Ooh.
1: honestly fran you sit down at the, you sit down at the computer and you're like hi how's it going and i'm like <laughs> and then there's always like a tech thing and i'm like oh wait you can't
2: hear me oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous
2: Well, listen, I wanted to kick off today with a game inspired by this week's topic. The game is called, is it ugly, cute, or ugly cute? Okay. So I will name an animal and then you have to tell me if it's ugly, cute, or ugly cute
1: okay (laughs) it seems it seems (laughs) straightforward but just just a question here before i get entrapped okay Mm um uh, how how honest am i supposed to answer these questions
2: oh this is not the fucking sats okay it's just a game do not Mm -hmm. overthink it i just want your honest opinion i feel like
1: i'm being set up but okay okay
2: okay first animal flex ugly cute or ugly cute and choose wisely motherfucker (gasps) That dog is ugly. <laughs> <Can't>
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> Tell me, listen, Fran, you know I love your dog. You know I love your dog. That dog is ugly. No! <laughs> listen. You I should mean.
2: be so glad that I have headphones on and my <laughs> man can't hear the slanderous things you are saying about him. My man is ugly cute. He's ugly.
1: He is ugly cute. But I mean, what precedes cute?
2: Wow. Okay. Next animal. <laughs> Next up.
1: No. Listen. I wait. No. I'm. Not, I'm. We're not moving from this. I love your dog. I love your dog. He's very <laughs> he, cute. But I set it's,
2: myself up. I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, no, he can't. No, you just. You didn't even girl, think went, about girl, it. Girl, I told you the truth. You said answer. this it, answer
1: the question. Girl, answer the question. <laughs> he is ugly cute. Okay. <laughs> Press, pressing okay, on. Okay. I
2: okay. Next animal. Next animal. Pugs. Ugly, cute, or ugly cute?
1: Oh gosh! I mean, well, listen, a- a class. She put she put a pug in here. This pug is having a stroke. <laughs> this pug is having a stroke. Yo, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on now come on <laughs> come on like, I, picked,
2: I picked that picture purposefully <laughs> he is going through something. <laughs>
1: he's either drooling about about to grab a snack with his that <laughs> uh, his owner's throwing no pugs are ugly cute it makes me think of here comes and in black remember the dog that was like oh, yes 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 yes, and yes. yes
2: yes yes they're mm-hmm. ugly cute okay. they're ugly cute okay ugly cute next up The proboscis monkey. Ugly cute or ugly cute. And please describe for the class what this monkey looks like.
1: So I don't know. I don't know what evolution was doing. I don't know what evolution was doing. So, guys, uh, this monkey looks like a monkey. But, yo, it has a really nice mane. The hair, the dye job is cute. Oh, the
2: the hair
1: is laid. It is. It's like a red. I mean, the the roots need Mm -hmm. to leave a little touch up in the top. But (laughs) it's it's beautiful orange orange like you know <laughs> faded um but the nose yo, know the nose is like this big oh, yeah. teardrop what is the nose protecting <laughs> is my question
2: the nose looks like a ball sack it just <laughs> <it's so laughs>
1: it really really does you know what? Yeah. And it's a well-shaped ball sack i wouldn't turn it away <laughs>
2: <laughs> so ugly cute
1: uh, or uh, ugly cute. I would say it's cute. I would say it's cute. I think. Th- I think the really? color. Pff,
2: now you, you talked about my fucking dog, and you call this cute?
1: Wait, your if if your dog didn't have that underbite, now we could be talking about it.
2: That's what makes him ugly cute. Is the underbite?
1: Yeah, but what makes this ugly cute?
2: The nose. He's ugly. Uh, no, just, I would just say ugly. He's just, uh, this, <laughs> just this ugly. Just ugly? This monkey is just ugly. <laughs> okay, yeah, just ugly. Okay. <laughs> okay, we've got two more on this quiz. The next contestant on ugly, cute, or ugly, cute is a baby hippo.
1: So I think this is cute. Um, I, the, the thing, it has these neck rolls that are going mm-hmm. um, that kind of make me go, Hleh um but but like it's cute little face and it's so tiny and it it is really a tiny version of a hippo so you can't help but go oh like like you did you know what i mean
2: yeah and his like little mouth you see like he doesn't have his teeth yet and he's got like little round eyes he's he is very very cute he kind of looks like an
1: alien though like the what i picture like an alien baby looks like though right
2: (laughs) he does look like an alien all right and then there is one last animal on our list I'm for nervous. ugly cute or ugly cute uh benedict cumberbatch ugly cute oh.
1: <laughs> wait i thought it was gonna be a, like a, like some shady shit of like a, a baby picture of me What i should i be like bitch um, no. <laughs> can you imagine no. um no gosh listen uh, he's a great actor but is is uh, is a uh, ugly. Keith. He
2: looks He's like an alien. Keith. He looks like an alien.
1: You know what? If you watch the 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 second Star Trek, the remake of the Star Trek movie, he mm. plays an alien, and you're like, that feels appropriate. Um,
2: Amazing. He didn't even have to show up to set early. They said you don't need to do. <laughs> you don't need to sit in the makeup chair. <laughs> Just all natural for the okay. scene. <laughs>
1: Listen, he he is but like he has that model thing. You know how sometimes people are like, "Oh, this model's beautiful." And you're
2: you're like, "Is she though? Is he?" It's though? ugly. It's like ugly hot. It's ugly hot. That's otherworldly. That's what the models even. are doing. Uh, otherworldly. Take me to your leader. Put the pro <laughs> in my butt. That's what he is giving.
1: Ooh, wait. Wait. No, no, no. I, no listen. No. I listen. Listen.
2: listen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait.
1: (laughs) I hate you for that. Uh,
2: Let me fix it. Welcome back to Let Me Fix It, the podcast that says, if my trapper keeper doesn't look like an acid flashback, then I don't want it. (gasps) I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm an actress, a writer, producer, and former graphic designer.
1: And I'm Delon Grant. I'm an actor, a writer, and a photographer. And this week, we're diving into the technicolor world of Lisa Frank.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. And for the unfamiliar, Lisa Frank Incorporated, LFI, which is also this podcast's initials, uh, coincidentally, was slash still is a media company best known for making school supplies that were all the rage with middle school girls in the 90s, back packs, folders, stickers covered with rainbows, hearts, and cutesy little animals that look like they've just eaten a handful of magic mushrooms. (laughs) Bears, kittens, dolphins, rabbits, giant eyes, multicolored fur. Now that I do not have my middle school goggles on, I can admit that Lisa's stuff was more ugly than cute. Mm. Um, But back in the day, I was obsessed. So Jelan, was Lisa Frank big when you were in middle school?
1: Yeah, I definitely remember girls in my school having trapper keepers and folders, but evidently I didn't like really, really know. I mentioned that we're doing an episode on Lisa Frank to my friend Caitlin Becker, and she flipped out evidently she wanted Lisa Frank everything but couldn't get it her mom wouldn't let her get it um, <laughs> Lisa Frank had you millennial teenage girls in a chokehold Caitlin told me that she bought Full a stop. folder with these cartoon pairs <laughs> on it and there was a wrap in it
3: Della. Listen, I was so excited that you brought up Lisa Frank because your girl was obsessed with Lisa Frank growing up and I just loved the bright colors, the fluorescence. I liked the folders, the pencils, the stickers. The only thing was... I didn't have a lot of it because my mom would always say it's too expensive. So when I did get an item, it was a big deal. It was like a life-changing moment. And I remember this one specific time just like begging, begging, please let me have a Lisa Frank folder. So she said I could have one. So I was flipping through the Lisa Frank folders. And how many times can I say Lisa Frank folder? Um, And I saw, you know, the typical dolphin and the unicorn and the tiger. And I remember pulling out a folder that had these two bears on it that looked like they were wrapping they were holding microphones, they were wearing cool clothes, and I was like, this has to be my folder? I'm going to be so hip and cool with this thing? So I pull out the folder, I open it, and there's a wrap inside. And I was like, okay, this is it. People are going to think I'm so cool, I'm going to memorize this wrap, can't wait for school, let's go! Let me read this wrap to you. So before the wrap, it says... Fuzzy Bee and Hubba Cub are a couple of totally rad rappers. They are making major waves in the music industry with their latest smash hit, Rainbow Rap. Here are the lyrics. Check it out. Pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. You know what I mean? Rainbow colors. So bright, you will think it's out of sight. It's the Rainbow Rap, and I'm telling you, if you can catch a rainbow, you'll be cool. So there you have it, folks. And you might be wondering if it's a Rainbow Rap... Why do they say pink instead of red? Because it's Lisa Frank, y'all. That's her color scheme. Oh, my God. So,
1: Caitlin is hilarious. She has been all over the kids' TV scene as a writer, a voiceover artist, and an actor. She's mostly known for the spin spinoff series, Mika, on Netflix and YouTube. But you can also find a bunch of her hilarity on TikTok. Um, her handle is Caitlin.Becker. So that's Caitlin with a K. K K-A-I-T-L-I-N dot B-E-C-K-E-R. Big thank you to Caitlin for being our very first Let Me Fix It story correspondent. Oh,
2: Okay, baby, we need a Let Me Fix It hotline where people can leave us voice notes and messages about future topics.
1: Oh, yo, I love this idea. You know what? Mm Y'all should get on our DMs and send it. We want to hear your voices. Send us those those DM voice memos. (laughs) At fix it. Pod. You can
2: also send thirsty voice memos to Delon. He will also <laughs> accept those. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I'm your, I'm your wingwoman.
1: <laughs> oh, you totally are my wingwoman. So, turns out Lisa Frank isn't just an iconic 90s brand um, and um, subject to at least one rap song that we know of. Thank you, Caitlin. She actually is a real person, but she's notoriously private. There are only two photos Ooh. of Lisa and Frank online. <laughs> Not Christine Aguilera. Don't look at me.
3: <laughs> don't look at me don't look at me
1: <laughs> <laughs> well trust me yo guys if if Fran would have found more than one photo um, of Lisa Frank because you know a girl loves a receipt um, Lisa Frank <laughs> actually is so private when she sat down for an interview that sounds like a an joke Lisa Frank is so private how private <laughs> is she <laughs> Lisa Frank is so private her that her
2: stickers she's... have sensor bars on them <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen here's the thing I was I knew you would come up with a punchline I couldn't I couldn't have fit anything in there. Um, so she's so private that she's, when she sat down with an, uh, for an interview with Urban Outfitters in 2012 to promote a collab they did together, she refused to be on camera. So instead, they did an interview with her in silhouette like she was in the Witness Protection Program.
2: Oh, my God. This interview is so weird to watch. But after doing some research, it was probably because the company's story is messy as hell. Oof. Frankly speaking, <laughs> pun intended. Mm-mm. Mm
0: -mm. (laughs) this
2: story has everything lawsuits allegations of employee mistreatment wiretapping infidelity and cocaine so it is no wonder miss lisa said cut the cameras dead ass
1: (laughs) i see you i see you
0: cut the cameras dead ass
2: At the
1: company's peak during the mid-90s, Lisa Frank was doing over $60 million a year in sales. But by the mid-2000s, things took a turn, and by 2013, the once-giant company with over 350 employees had been whittled down to just six people. Today, it's nearly Mm. impossible to find Lisa Frank products unless you search online or on eBay, and all of their physical stores have been shuttered.
2: So this week, we're going to unpack how this Technicolor media giant went from back-to-school must to less in the dust, and then we will each pitch how we would fix the brand for today. So let's dive in. This is Lisa Frank. Let me fix it. <laughs> Lisa Frank was born and raised in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, which is a small suburb just outside of Detroit. And despite having a population of just under 10,000, Bloomfield Hills is ranked one of the wealthiest cities in the United States. DeLon. We know Bloomfield Hills. Yeah,
1: we do. We really do. We know several people that live there.
2: We know several people that are from Bloomfield Hills because we went to school in Michigan. And there were a number of Lexuses and Mercedes Benzes on campus.
1: Honestly, though, I didn't know Rich until I went to Michigan. I didn't know wealth until I went to Michigan.
2: Well, I, I knew some I knew some rich people because, you know, I'm from South Florida. and There's a lot of rich people. But Bloomfield is a different kind of rich.
1: Well, and when you're talking about the number of people that live there, 10,000 people live there. And it's one of the wealthiest places. And talk about it. It's a gated city. Yo, crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, We should keep a running tally of how many of our brand episodes start with somebody who already had money.
1: Uh, uh, Capitalism, America. Uh, (laughs) um, So a a slight factoid, uh, as you know, I want to do. Lisa Frank went to the same fancy prep school that Mitt Romney and Selma Blair did. So again, Mm -hmm. Richie Rich. Okay. Lisa's Mm -hmm. dad worked in the automotive industry growing up and she always loved art and always loved crafting. In the same 2012 interview with urban outfitter she said my dad was an art collector my mom had a little kiln in our basement and we would make pottery I think from about age five on they sent me to art classes and I was a huge colorer when I was 12 my parents got me a loom so I was a weaver I loved reading I loved to do artwork I loved to do anything girly not a, a weaver okay, not
2: her sounding like me she sounds okay. like me <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally totally <laughs> just the, 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 the black and white version no I also was like not Rumpelstiltskin the weaver okay <laughs>
2: Listen, I love a loom. I love a crochet. I love all of that shit.
1: I know you would. So at an art show during her senior year of high school, Lisa sold a number of paintings and took home around $3,000. Yo, what in the world? Mm, Crazy. I know, I know. Um, One of the buyers was the former CEO of Chrysler, AKA probably somebody who worked with her dad. And again, Mm -hmm. uh, class, we keep talking about this on the pod, but take note for your future businesses, okay?
2: Remember, it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? Exactly. And listen, the $3,000 is impressive, but she was already rich. So could she even appreciate $3,000?
1: Right. Well, and it feels like that faux thing where like your parents go, Oh, yeah, the tooth fairy came. You made your own money, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You know? He was like, Buy this painting for my daughter or you'll never fucking sell another car in the state
1: again. <laughs> the threat. Okay, the wait. Threat. If
2: you had magically been gifted three thousand dollars when you were in high school what would 18 year old delon have spent the money on
1: oh my gosh um, I probably would have spent it on clothes. Yo, I remember going to, we're going to do a shopping mall episode coming up soon. Yes, I yes, yes, remember yes. going to JC Penney Like when I was 14 or 15, 14 had to be And my mom and my being like, yo, I don't want to shop anymore. And my mom was like, get a job. I got a job. What did I buy? <laughs> Clothing. I had like 24 <laughs> pairs of jeans. So clothes, clothes, oh, clothes. My, uh, what oh would you buy? God. Art supplies?
2: Um, eight, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a read. No. Um, 18-year-old me, if I'm being totally honest, I would have gotten a boob job, singular, <gasps> just just the little one, just the little titty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, cuz it was that that was yeah. such a big thing for you. Oh, I listen, I was in shambles over that little titty. Oh. I I wore a fake foam boob all huh. through high school. I remember you wrote
1: about this. <laughs> you wrote about this. Oh my God. I would I
2: totally I totally would have gotten a singular breast augmentation. Wait, did you know
1: did you know did you know high school students that had gotten boob jobs?
2: No, not boob jobs, but I knew girls that got nose jobs. Nose a lot jobs. of girls got nose jobs for like their sixteenth birthday. That was a big thing in my school, and like a lot of cars and stuff like that. But, but boobs, boob singular, was the thing that I really wanted at 18. Wow! So, shout out to Lisa because her entrepreneurial spirit it really continued once she went off to college at the University of Arizona. Now, this story got an eyebrow raise from me because lisa started buying handmade pottery and jewelry from the local native american artists there and then would turn around mark it up and sell it back in michigan
1: not in, now, lisa, no. as
2: a craft come on it's giving it's giving lisa columbus okay <laughs> she eventually did start commissioning the Native artists to make jewelry, things like teddy bears and unicorns, which, of course, would go on to be signatures of the Lisa Frank brand.
1: That's just so messed up because that is how business works. You buy Mm -hmm. a product, you buy a good, and then you put some packaging around it and you mark it up twice, right?
2: Obviously, she had like an eye, but at the same time, it's like she's literally co-opting someone's culture for her own benefit, and she already was rich. It's like you didn't need to take somebody else's designs to make money.
1: Right, and how about you take a class in some jewelry making, Lisa, okay? Um, it exactly. continued for Lisa. When she was just 20, she launched Sticky Fingers, a plastic jewelry line that would later be picked up by Neiman Marcus and Bloomingdale's. The collection's success inspired her to lo- to branch out into stickers and buttons, too. In 1979, she renamed the company Lisa Frank, Inc. That same year, she received her first million-dollar order from Spencer Gifts when she was just 25 years old. Um, Spencer's, we're coming for you, too. You know that's an episode. Spencer's.
2: We need a Spencer's gift episode because who is thinking about Spencer? Who is Spencer? That's what I want to (laughs) know. What'd you do with Spencer? What happened to Spencer? I I did go
1: into Spencer's Gifts when I went home to Minnesota in November, and I was like, remember like all of those the piercings and the cases and like the posters Mm -hmm. and the T-shirts? I was like, you have not changed the brand at all.
2: No, it's like going back into time. I will say, I also went to Spencer's Gifts for Halloween. I bought some pasties. (laughs) That's right. And I, where do you buy pasties? Spencer's Gifts is the only place I can think of to buy pasties. But you're right. It's really dark in there and there's crap everywhere.
1: It's It's just very glow in the dark, everything. Very Lisa Frank. So some other Lisa Frank factoids, Um, the company developed a proprietary ink formula to make all of their colors extra bright. It worked, Lisa. It worked. All of the vendors Mm -hmm. have to sign a confidentiality agreement um, so their secret color process isn't revealed which you know I mean st-
2: I think that is so, like I am so curious how they do that because whenever you look at their artwork the colors are unreal. They are so, so bright. Another factoid. In 1993, 13-year-old Mila Kunis starred in a Lisa Frank commercial. Never forget the day I got stuck on Lisa Frank. The stickers were so cool. The colors were awesome. I gotta find more. So I go to the store and wow, there's tons of awesome Lisa Frank stuff. I gotta have it. What more can I say? Booked and busy, Mila. Child star.
1: Another factoid is that some famous Lisa Frank Incorporated characters include Marky the unicorn, bunny ballerina.
2: <laughs>
1: he's an actress.
2: Wow. He's trying. He's trying to get booked.
1: Okay, you he's hear me? To pop off
2: twenty
1: twenty four. What you need? I want to get booked, Lisa. Okay. Um, uh, bunny ballerina, Hollywood bear. Ooh, that's saucy. Um, and the golden retriever is Casey and Camus. Now, most of these characters were named after were real people often in their memory.
2: Yeah, and I put a few pictures in the dock of some of these characters. Again, I remember being obsessed with these, but they're so... Tack- There's just way too fucking much going on in all of these it's- artwork.
1: It's way too much, and it's like I can't even call it like an eye gasm. It's like it's an eye sore, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm like looking at it. the best one is the golden retrievers because it's like only maybe maybe ten colors instead of twenty five.
2: <laughs> I would say there there's a folder with some dolphins on it, but the sky is pink and orange and yellow, and there's pink and purple trees in the background, and the the uh dolphins are three different shades of blue. I mean, there's just so much going on in this artwork. I will
1: say the one character that I that I am kind of like mm, is the unicorn. Um do you remember that character yeah. She-Ra, the cartoon She-Ra, he made yes. Shira. <laughs> Um, it reminds yes. me because I think She-Rat wrote a unicorn or he, uh, somebody, one yeah. of them wrote a unicorn. Um, so that, that like pulls at the nostalgia of my young heart. Um, and then like the wing is yeah. all a, a rainbow and mean, you know, I'm gay, gay, gay. So I was like, ooh, pride.
2: Listen, Lisa probably stole that shit from she You know how she do? talk about it copying <laughs> 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 So, despite the company's massive and quick success, Lisa Frank Inc quickly earned a reputation as the worst company to work for in Tucson. A 2013 article from Jezebel, The Ugly Business of Being Cute, interviewed a number of former employees who spilled the beans on how terrible it was to work for Lisa Frank and her now ex-husband and former LFI CEO, James Green. One was quoted as saying, of course, from the outside, it's colorful. You've got the rainbow, the stars, the hearts on the building, the statue of a panda. But inside was like an abusive alcoholic home.
0: (laughs) Abusive alcoholic home.
1: It's so specific. (laughs) Um, Another employee in that same article said, I don't know if it's possible to really communicate how bad their reputation was in town. Every person who ever worked there seemed to have a case of PTSD from it. Rainbow Gulag is a really apt description. Yo, Mm -hmm. Rainbow Gulag class, (laughs) do you know how dark that is? Do you know what a Gulag (laughs) is? It's a Soviet Union, a.k.a. Russian labor camp. What? Somewhere you Somewhere definitely you don't do not
2: be. want to be. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, despite the colorful offices decorated with giant, multicolored music notes, hearts, stars, unicorns, inside everyone was miserable. It's like a Charleston <laughs> Chew, you know. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> look at your, you. I know mean, a Charleston <laughs> taking <his> strays. <craze. laughs> what did he <laughs> do? The <laughs> Charleston Chew is that candy bar, right? It's chocolate, and you're like, oh, it's chocolate, and you bite inside of it, and it's nougat, and you're like, what the. It's disgusting. It's
2: disgusting. And it's so hard to chew. So hard. It's it's like they named it Charleston Chew to like Taunt you. It's like try it, bitch. Try to chew this, and you're like. Uh, 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 uh.
1: It should be. It should be named Charleston Tooth because you're gonna lose one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, so the officers were said to be eerily silent because employees were forbidden to speak to one another. Ugh. According to a number of lawsuits, <laughs> management would often secretly and illegally record phone calls, and there were all sorts of rules about how staff staff were expected to interact with CEO James Green.
2: Here are a few of the rules. Rules that were included in the March 1994 edition of the company newsletter, Frankly Speaking. Be loyal. Bosses will forgive carelessness, stupidity, tardiness, and a temper tantrum. Those can be corrected. But disloyalty is a true character flaw. You cannot and will not be trusted. These sound fucking ominous you're
1: giving me you're giving me permission to have a full-on temper tantrum
2: you can be stupid you can (laughs) even be stupid but you better be fucking loyal
1: yo that i mean ominous is a great word but it's also Mm because it's scary you're like wait what
2: where are we going with this oh yeah these are very scary the next one says keep the boss informed the boss should be informed about what you're doing where you are whom you're talking to and why If you must error, error on the side of overkill. Bombard the boss with bulletins, memos, and FYIs until he or she says stop. No one has ever lost a job because they told the boss too much. Whoa. Why would you put this in writing? <laughs>
1: why Why would you put it in writing? And also, like, it just says so much more about your own neuroses. Like, you're really neurotic that you think you need to know. You can know that much about what's happening in your office, right?
2: You want to know where you the the employees are, what they're doing, who they're talking to, and why. Like, this is just. This it's, sounds, uh, this sounds abusive.
1: It's very abusive. It's also, th- there's like a checklist where you go to take a shit. You only got five minutes. You got five <laughs> minutes in and out.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. This last one really got to me though. These principles will serve you well, whether your boss is a genius or someone who's not too bright. Follow them and you will never fall behind your peers. You will always be regarded as someone who is attentive, responsive, and true. This newsletter is fucking unhinged. (laughs) It's like, it's written in this like overly positive but informal way that's like super. Menacing. It, it sounds like it was written by a, a cult leader.
1: 100%. 100%. Um, this is the, the, the Jonestown massacre over here. No, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. at, at first glance, one might think that this is a product of like Lisa's Midwest upbringing. I grew up in the Midwest. We have a tendency to, you know, I grew up in Minnesota. There's a thing Minnesota nice, right? We have a tendency to mm-hmm. coat things in honey. We wrap the bad shit in chocolate, so to speak, right? But yo, it, it, not only is it abusive, it feels really manipulative, trigger warning. I'm yeah. gonna talk about domestic violence and I'm not making a joke here, so skip ahead if if you need to. But it, it's giving Ike Turner, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. like that yeah. control, not only talk I, I feel like he was talking to the band, the Tina, his kids, everybody like that. It's just abusive language, like you were saying. Disloyalty, tell the boss where you yeah. were, who you were talking to. What where's the trust? That's so crazy.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like the abusiveness, the micromanaging, the like talking down, even the fact that it's like, even if your boss is stupid. Like, what? Like, even if your boss is dumb, do everything that they say. And, and you're making...
1: Why are you making that assumption? Why are you even... Inc- well, I mean, you're talking about you is what you're doing. You're talking about you being stupid, <laughs> right? So, and your own insecurity, yeah, it's like- but...
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So each frankly speaking newsletter seemed to include new and more stringent rules, including no visitors allowed, not even family members. Former employees said that if you broke these rules, you could be screamed at or fired on site. Once, after someone was caught leaving ten minutes early, CEO James Green had the warehouse manager put chains and padlocks on the downstairs doors to keep the staff members from escaping. Uh, hello? Fire hazard? Did he not hear about the t- triangle shirtwaist factory where they? Do you know about this place, Dylan? What are you talking about? Oh my god. Okay, so in like the in like the early 1900s, there was like this this factory. It was called the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory, and they used to lock the stairwells because they didn't want the employees to go and smoke cigarettes. They would go in the stairwells and smoke cigarettes. There was a fire and everybody in the fucking building died because they couldn't get out and that's why we now have fire
1: exits. Wow. That's fucking crazy we
2: never had fire exits we didn't have we didn't have fire escapes we didn't have exits uh clearly marked or anything and wow. all of those people were jumping out of the window of this factory because they couldn't, they couldn't leave.
1: You know what's so crazy? It's, 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 oh, you don't think about the like the rules and regulations we have being caused by a bunch of people dying. Oftentimes yes. the reason we have them is because something happened and we were like, okay, yes. we have to rectify it. So every time you yes. go through an exit class, just say a prayer. Okay. Cause that's crazy.
2: It's so funny that you say that too. Cause I always think about that at my swimming pool, there's a sign. That says if you've had diarrhea in the last week, do not swim in the pool. And I'm like, why the fuck? What happened? <laughs> they <made that> sign.
1: <laughs> Yo, can you imagine just chunks? Just chunks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to make that sign. <laughs> Wait, also,
1: like, could you, uh, the explanation? Hey guys, I'm so sorry. I had diarrhea. I swam. It's my bad. And they put up Got, a sign. Gotta
2: skip the pool. Gotta skip the pool. Pile. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that is so fucking funny wait with these chains though not them giving me a lean on me do you remember that movie (laughs) free Mr. Clark (laughs) free Mr. Clark yo so
2: oh the the recesses of your brain Yo. in order to pick that reference because, that was good
1: <laughs> so a class it's this movie with Morgan Freeman he plays a principal was based on actually true events but mm-hmm. he goes to jail because he locked or he um chained and locked the school doors because he, all these kids that were suspended were riffraff trying to come back yeah. in and one kid got beat up and then they jailed him because because he wouldn't he adhere to school codes
2: what. What's the song they sing in that, in that Lean movie? Lean on Is me. Is it Lean on Me? It's Lean on Me. Lean okay,
1: Come on, on now. Don't get me started. So uh, back to Lisa's office. They also kept the office ice cold. The rumor was that Lisa Frank Incorporated kept the temps down to keep the employees miserable and on edge. You shouldn't have had a business, Lisa. You shouldn't have had a damn business. You ain't want people to work.
2: You should have been in in your basement coloring by your no. damn self and leave us out of
1: it. And also just spend your inheritance because you know you had one, right? (laughs) Exactly. Now, while we can't say for certain who was controlling the thermostat or why, a number of studies have shown that when temperatures were low, are low, employees committed 44% more errors and were less than half as productive as when temperatures are warm. Because y'all,
2: everybody wants to be comfortable, right? (laughs) Listen, it has been a minute since I've worked in an office, slight flex, (laughs) but uh, pretty much every place I've ever worked in has been freezing fucking cold. To
1: to those jobs. Credit. I don't think you've ever said, Oh, I'm hot. <laughs> She's always cold. She's always cold. I'm always cold. A- and to be fair, sometimes, you know, it-, it is because your boss is trying to freeze you into compliance. And then it also may be that, you know, you're thin blood and, and were born in South Florida, girl. Um, <laughs> but it also may be sexism. According oh. to a study published in Nature Climate Change, average temperatures are colder in offices because many of them are using old building codes set by metabolic rates of men. Um, patriarchy? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's wild how this shit seeps into every part of our lives. And I just, I'm sorry, I cannot get over how fucking dark it is, that this company is literally selling shun- sunshine and rainbows <laughs> and pink animals and to little girls. Meanwhile, they're straight up abusing their employees. Let's make the office super cold so y'all stay awake. Your families can't visit you. We're going to lock the doors. <laughs> if you leave 10 minutes early, we're going to fire you. Is this a fucking saw movie like what what is going
1: on (laughs) it's rainbow gulag that person got it right it is a fucking it's a prison camp
2: i know and listen like the rainbow gulag thing is funny but it's also like not completely a joke because the only thing harder than working for lisa frank incorporated was trying to quit (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. A number of former employees alleged that after leaving the company, they never received the severance packages they were promised. And they were also unable to file for unemployment benefits. Uh, even a, a greater number of them had to sue to get their final paycheck. What are you talking about? So Lisa Frank said, fuck what you heard. I'm Columbus to the core. Okay. She said, who, who are you? You work for me?
2: Mm, sorry. I don't know you. Don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. (laughs) thieving and
1: stealing left and right. Come on.
2: The terrible work culture at Lisa Frank Incorporated made the company into a revolving door of employees. One year, almost a third of the staff left. Between 2003 and 2004, close to 80 people left, many without notice because they were so fed up with being treated like crap. You just cannot treat people badly and expect them to stay. The turnover was also due to the totally random on-the-spot firings, which were often a weekly occurrence. Here is another quote from that 2012 Jezebel article. A few years after getting fired from the company for talking on the phone with her father, she later sued for wrongful termination, Karen ran into Frank at a salon. I said, oh, Lisa, remember me? I worked for you. And she said, oh, did we fire you? (laughs) And I was like, Yeah. (laughs) she was like oh i'm sorry i wasn't really a great employer
1: (laughs) yo so lisa frank admits she sucked at her job which uh, i I mean I guess it's a good thing, right? I guess, like, yeah. truly, but the bar is in hell. <laughs> I mean, know your strengths, Lisa, but if you know them, like, if you know you're a bad boss, hire someone to be a better boss, a good boss, which I guess brings us to her infamous husband, James Green. Um, according to the many lawsuits filed against Lisa Frank Incorporated, Lisa, while awful, wasn't the main culprit. It was CEO James Green, who coincidentally, as we said, was Lisa's husband. Um, so James Green joined Lisa Frank Inc. in 1982 as the company's first in-house illustrator and designer. He and Lisa started dating shortly thereafter, and James quickly climbed the corporate ladder, becoming CEO in 1992. And in 1994, he received the ultimate promotion. He became Mr. Lisa (laughs) Frank. Uh, The couple (laughs) were married in what was reported as a very extravagant wedding.
2: The first thing I thought of was, money can't buy a class. Elegance is learned, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you know that song? What is this song? <laughs> it's a song by one of the Real Housewives, Countess Luann. Countess Luann's first song is... And, and Delive, we have to put a clip in here. The song, she cannot sing. She's like, money can't buy your class. Money can't buy your class. Money can't buy your class. Elegance is it love money cannot also buy you key uh, oh, right? apparently okay. because she is or, flat 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 or talent uh, but it, the, the song is really funny um my question for you do you think that lisa's wedding dress was rainbow colored yes or no
1: uh if it wasn't rainbow colored on the outside i bet she like had a um like some crinoline is it called it crinoline <gasps> on the inside that's like oh, a, that's kind of cute loves friend loves
2: it <laughs> i, I, I I'm sorry. I love it. I'm a designer.
1: I'm a designer.
2: (laughs) I love a pop of color. I love a pop of of color. (laughs) (laughs) The couple were known for being very flashy, fancy cars, private jets. They lived in what was called a nouveau riche monstrosity of a house. According to Lisa Frank, their house was purple and yellow and hot pink, light green and orange.
1: Yo, Lisa had something wrong with her. (laughs) Lisa needed an Lisa, Lisa needed was- an antidepressant. She was just trying to make herself happy, right? <laughs> and I say that as somebody on antidepressants.
2: <laughs> Listen, no stigma here, but Lisa was taking some some magic medicine mm. that was giving her these wild colors. So I thought this was really funny. Lisa and James had two kids, Hunter and Forrest, supposedly named after two Lisa Frank Incorporated characters, but the names are also two different shades of green. So their full names are Hunter Green and Forrest Green.
1: <laughs> you know what? <laughs>
2: this, is, this is
0: me with Kim. I, gotta love, like, it. I gotta love it. I kind of love it. I kind of love it.
2: <laughs> y'all listen, Lisa, James, y'all are terrible people, but you kind of ate that one thing. You okay. ate that one thing. <laughs> okay.
1: It's like the, it, it feels In, like, you know, it's a vibe. Like they're like, oof, it's yeah. solid Hunter Green. You know, yeah. I,
2: Hunter Green, Forest Green, like those are people who will work for you. They will okay. show up on time. They will put together the PowerPoint. You know, they mm-hmm. just sound like honorable, creative people.
1: They sound like a color palette.
2: in 1995 at the height of the company's success lisa decided to step back from the company and leave james in charge and once she had her kids she stopped coming to the office almost entirely and that's when things got really bad now we mentioned earlier that lisa is very private that urban outfitter's mini doc is so weird we will put a Mm. link in the show notes she is in silhouette the whole time and it kind of seems like putting james in charge was like a perfect way For her to just stay out of the spotlight because that's the way she apparently likes it. Right. In the interview, she mentions that people often notice her name on her credit card when she's shopping and they're like, oh my God, like Lisa Frank, the famous media brand. And she's always like, ha ha ha, what a coincidence.
1: (laughs) She just pretends.
2: She doesn't want anyone to know who she is. Uh, A number of employees said that she was super thin and very health conscious, which is maybe why she is such a recluse. Um, I did put a picture of her in the doc. There are only two pictures of her floating around the internet. Um, This is a picture from 2006. It's highly edited. Who knows what she looks like now? But she was described as a very passionate lady, a little manic, not always there, very over the top, and very colorful with big hair and really big eyes. (laughs) DeLon, who does this who does she look like i mean she i mean she
1: looks like um a suburban mom right she looks like a mm-hmm. midwestern mom um you know who play her in in a movie um who? uh courtney uh, cox but shelly duvall shelly duvall courtney courtney
2: cox with her Shelley old duvall. face Okay, uh, my my pick was Shelly Duvall. Her eyes, she looks like she ate mushrooms. Her eyes are the size <laughs> of fucking silver dollars, <laughs> oh. and I say that some I say that as somebody that has eaten some of that magic fungus. Okay, so I'm not I'm not being I'm not being judgmental. Her eyes are huge.
1: <laughs> it just I mean I mean it's a picture, so it's obviously staged, but it looks like oh, you caught me. so a back to the lawsuits in 2005 a lawsuit against james included 16 former employees who were willing to go on record about his horrible management style including swearing at employees throwing chairs and other (laughs) objects and regularly berating people including his then wife lisa frank (laughs) yo she he she gave you what you got and you yelling at her yeah, uh, everybody could get these hands. Okay, in the lawsuit, he just des- he's described as abusive, arrogant, and extremely difficult to work with. Meanwhile, Miss Lisa, where were you, girl, at home coloring? <laughs> and uh, she said, "Is it your name on the building? Like, what are you talking about?" One particularly cruel anecdote is that James refused to learn employees' names and ins- instead gave them little nicknames, sometimes based on their appearance and often outright derogatory.
2: Now, not that it's an excuse, but it's like the turnover was so high. He's like, I'm not going to learn your fucking name. You're going to quit anyway. <laughs> he
1: said, you don't so mean I'm going to call you to Knock me. Knees. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, was it wasn't Knock Listen, Knees.
2: Listen, Bigfoot. <laughs> <Just> like,
1: <laughs> you know, it was like Bertha or like... Uh, um, just... Just... Doodoo face. Rude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Socked up, former employees also described James as a short asshole who reeked of cologne. It is always the shorties. Isn't it Though It's always the Napoleon complex is so real. Another person who made Lisa Frank Inc. a living hell was James right hand vice president Rhonda Roulette which is a great name, but she was apparently a horrible person. This quote says, Rhonda is the enforcer. James uses her to maintain control of the employees. Through Rhonda, employees' jobs are threatened and an atmosphere of hostility is maintained. Employees are consistently called to her office and subjected to threats and harassment. And while Lisa Frank Inc. was known for rainbow horses, rumor has it that James and Rhonda were riding the white horse. I'm talking cocaine. (laughs) 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 did you like that i was really proud of that joke
1: (laughs) listen the chosen white horse okay that sweaty white horse
2: (laughs) (laughs) but that's what made them so angry
1: (laughs) yo because they were fiending though these two were showing up to work high Sweaty and totally (laughs) fucked up. Uh, They were also screaming at each other. There were reports that uh, of days where James was so high that he could barely stand. A former employee Mm -hmm. alleged that sometimes James would send them on errands that in hindsight seemed like drug deals. (laughs) He would send them to sketchy neighborhoods to pick up unmarked bags for him and promise them that they would not look inside of the bag.
2: Jesus, you don't have enough money to to like pay some money to have them come deliver to you? Right, they you don't have delivery deliveries. <laughs> 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 oh my God. And while Lisa was not in the office, rumors were also flying that she was also doing Coke, mm-hmm. combined with rumors that James was doing Rhonda. Uh oh. Wait a minute, wait Didn't a minute. Didn't we tell you that this story had it all? Okay. So by 2000, Lisa had caught wind of the affair between James and Rhonda and filed for divorce. And of course, the divorce was lengthy and messy because James, as the CEO, was tied up in the company, meaning there was lots of money involved.
1: There was there was a huge fight to regain control of the company because Lisa, you know, was that high home coloring um, while James was running the company. (laughs) And James and Lisa were demanding that the employees picked sides. James allegedly stole computers from the company. And, according to a number of lawsuits, illegally wiretapped phones in order to get intel to use against Lisa in their divorce. After five years of back and forth, including civil suits and a restraining order against James, by late 2005, the divorce was finalized and Lisa Frank was once again the company's CEO. Welcome back, girl.
2: Oh, welcome back, Lisa. But... Even Lisa could not turn things around at her own company. Instead, she, James, and Rhonda were embroiled in lawsuits throughout the rest of the 2000s and all the way into the 2010s. And it wasn't just business that kept them in the courtroom. Lisa and James were fighting over small stuff like furniture and family photos Mm -mm. for years, years. They were so busy yelling at employees and each other that the brand sort of fizzled. In 2010, they signed an exclusive licensing deal with a company out of Delaware that to this day makes and sells all of Lisa Frank's products. So they don't make any of their own shit anymore. There were plans for a theme park, a TV show, a clothing line, which is so smart, right? So smart. None of those... None of those things ever materialized. In 2012, Lisa Frank did that collaboration with Urban Outfitters, which we've mentioned, which was very smart. But again, it failed to make a real splash. And many speculate it's because of Lisa's bad attitude that kept them from taking off, especially considering why 2K fashion has been so big. Lisa Frank should be fucking everywhere.
1: Every fucking where it's her moment. It's her moment. She's missing it.
2: She truly is. And and despite the brand's waning popularity, they are still doing collaborations in 2019. There was a Lisa Frank pop-up hotel. They've recently done a Lisa Frank Crocs. They also did some kids' clothes with a brand called Posh Peanut. Here's the thing, Fran, have you been to her website? <laughs> because... Unfortunately, yes, I have. <laughs> okay, so why are
1: the backpacks $90? I it's don't like know. It's this backpack. I mean, as you can guess, class. It's like a backpack with a tiger on it, or with a bear on <laughs> it. It's seventy five thousand colors, but it's literally the dimensions are like ten, are nine inches by ten and a half inches by four and a half inches. So it's not even the size mm. of like a ruler all around. Do you want me to pay ninety dollars, Lisa?
2: yeah I mean I I think it's probably a few things I remember their stuff always being a little higher price point really but this is some not like super expensive but it wasn't you know it wasn't cheap I'll say that much but I think this is speaks to the fact that Lisa Frank comes from money yeah she's been rich a very fucking long time and to her a $90 backpack that's probably gonna get lost let's be real (laughs) talk about it. it where's your backpack why are you wearing somebody else's shirt what happened to the brains i put in your your kid right. comes home a mess to lisa frank she like 90 dollars that's not that's not fun
1: <laughs> right right
2: so i did want to point out that there was some controversy with the lisa frank hotel pop-up involving one of my instagram mutuals amina muciolo otherwise known as studio Mucciolo on instagram and given lisa's history of columbusing from those native american artists i kind of i kind of think that she was in the right so i put some pictures in the doc lisa frank came out with this hotel collab and it looked a lot like amina's now at first glance it's like okay but lisa frank had messaged amina about her apartment no they had slid in her dms and been like oh we because her apartment went viral and they were in her dms like oh girl we love we love your apartment. It is so cute. Delon, do you think that this Lisa Frank kitchen and her kitchen and her living room they look kind of similar?
1: So here's the thing. One could say colors are colors and anybody can use colors and yes. colors are Lisa Brand's brand and this uh, I mean Muchiolo this is clearly the colors are their brand. But here's the thing. Yeah. The kitchen setup is exactly the same. And so it's the same. It just like, yes, I would question it too, girl, because like there, it's like a wall of cabinets. The stove is in the same spot. The stove is directly, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the microwave is directly above the stove. Right. It's just, yeah, the color palettes are too similar and the setup is too similar for me.
2: So, I have the same feeling as you. When this story first broke, I was like, well, you know, like, Amina's style is colorful and, you know, Lisa Frank's been around for a long time. Like, is it is it really stealing? Whatever. But here's where the story gets juicy. They reached out to Amina and they were like, we would love for you to come see the Lisa Frank Hotel. Amina looks it up. Bitch, the hotel is owned by the same company that owns her apartment building. Are you kidding me? It was the exact. Literally the exact same floor plan. And then right around the time that Amina started going online and being like, this is fucked up. They're stealing from me. She gets an eviction notice.
1: (gasps) Not an eviction notice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And she was, so I mean, like, it was really devastating for her because she had spent so much time decorating this apartment. And I, listen, I empathize because, you know, I decorated the fuck out of my apartment. And then she gets an eviction notice. And so she took all that shit down. She was like, you knock... (sighs) She was feeling like they were maybe trying to kick her out so that they could keep all the designs that she had done and make oh. money off of her apartment.
1: Wait, yeah. what was... Did did you ever find out what the rationale for the eviction notice was? Was it because she decorated it that way or something or what? She
2: had had... I mean, she did say that she had 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 some struggles with paying her rent on time. I see. But apparently when this happened, she was up to date on her rent and she said that she had had approvals to do all this artwork stuff. But she speculated that it was the combination of her her management company owning the same building that that lisa frank property was in wow. the story going viral and lots of people being like these look really similar and they were like we need to shut this shit down and also maybe we can make some extra money off renting out your apartment it's not some shit.
1: It's so shady. And listen, I'm I'm so into her for taking all that shit down. She said not only is it is it <gasps> my work, but it's my my art, right? I it's my creativity. My you don't get it. Oh you yeah, don't get it.
2: Oh yeah. No, she was a bad bitch for that one because. Fully went out and said, I'll just do it over again. Okay. I'll just get a new apartment. I'll just make up the shit. She all said, this over is, again.
1: she said, that was her. And baby, this is me. That was a reference <laughs> to our, <laughs> that was a reference Ooh, to our dream you, episode we just had last week or week you past. You
2: better have a call back. Okay. um Okay. So I also put some other things in the doc. These these crocs these Lisa Frank crocs can we just talk about
1: these crocs really quick so I I've mentioned this before I had crocs when we were 18 freshman year this is 2002 and Mm -hmm. everybody made fun of my ass and now these crocs are coming (laughs) back and they're all bedazzled and bejeweled
2: it's crazy I do like I will say I do have a bedazzled (gasps) croc but I have like I do I do I wear that. They just are my like running errands shoes. I don't wear them out. I wear them to like walk flex around the block. It is a, a, a cream color. Yeah, your, your jaw <laughs> up. Cause <laughs> my, 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 my jaw was on the ground. I was like, "You really? really? I was like, is he frozen? <laughs> yes, I have a I have a cream-colored crock with some little rhinestones on it. It's giving grandma chic, whatever. Totally but is. listen, this one is ugly. This has leopard spots on it, and the spots are purple and pink and green and orange and... And blue, and, and, it, and just there's just
1: and it's a much. and it's a pink chunky bottom that's also like glittered, and it's giving or orthotic because it has like uh, as a chunky heel. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a lot, and you know what? I'm about to do a callback. A pink chunky bottom sounds like a <laughs> homophobic slur if you ask me. <laughs> a pink <laughs> chunky bottom.
1: No, that sounds like you've been <laughs> too active. If I can see your your pink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My God, you know what it makes me think of? You know how, you know how, you, you know how when you're doing laundry, you gotta like turn your jeans inside out, and <laughs> turn, your little, turn,
1: turn your little, turn your little ball. <laughs> yo, if the out is coming, if the in is coming out, you are fucked, <laughs> <off>, you <laughs> I am a dead. She said, "You're you totally, totally too fucking much." <laughs> if your end is coming out you in trouble
2: <laughs> oh my god all right so Despite still being in business, their giant Arizona offices are currently listed as available for lease and sale online for the steal of just $13.25 million. Oh, it's nothing.
1: Oh, it's nothing. (laughs) Just,
2: oh, nothing. Pennies. According to their real estate agent, Lisa Frank Inc. is still operating inside the facility, but just not at full capacity. Uh, This past November, on my birthday, Lisa Frank posted a video to TikTok showing off a new paint job. Job for their office captioned we're back the video <laughs> the video is so fucking
1: weird it, it's so it's like two animals lisa frank mascots <laughs> holding each other it's so fucking weird it's
2: so, it's fucking so weird. weird there's there's no talking the sound is the the audio is very ominous and eerie it just it's very strange. And like the comments, the, the girls are going up for it. They're they excited. Really? They're like, oh yeah, the comments on all the videos are like, come back, Lisa, we love you. Why haven't you made any products? We need home stuff. We need adult stuff. Home we need stuff? all of these products. Wow. <laughs> I I I don't see it for Lisa Frank home stuff, but people want it. They are very uh, popular on TikTok. The videos are short and trendy and colorful, very full of millennial nostalgia.
1: Meanwhile, after the divorce, her husband or ex-husband, James Green, found Jesus. Uh, he completely abandoned his Jewish faith, converted to Christianity, and now he's selling these very ugly religious stationery and and t-shirts via his website. We have a couple in here. Um, there's one, it's a gray t-shirt that looks like it's like distressed, right? So it might fit and be comfortable, but it has a, a big heart on it that says "Love, Love of God." Shirt is called, but it's fifty five dollars.
2: This shirt looks like something that you would find in the bottom of a lost and found box. Yes. It just the 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 shirt is the shirt has been worn many times before it's being sold.
1: The pits are yellow. Okay, <laughs> pit, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and a little hard from your deodorant. You know exactly what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. There's also, we've got the Word of God shirt. This is $65. It just says, Matt, Mark, Luke, and John. It's like he didn't even try. It he didn't like try. It's just... It just slapped on there it's like the old and what's also these photos look like remember the old instagram filters that looked like you had poured coffee on the picture
1: <laughs> wait like the very first inter- instagram filters the Yes, ver-
2: like the very they were like brown it was like yes. a picture of you and your friends but it like looked like it was from like the 1800s why why did his photos look like this was you he know on what? coke when he made these <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you found Jesus. He's clean. He's clean. That's not to poo poo anyone's addiction journey or Jesus or anything like that. More power to you. But um, also, like I think to your point about the filter, it looks like he they took the photo and then they fucking really fucked with it and they they like yeah. dodged and burned it and like really, it's just too yes. much. It's way
2: too much. There's so much going on. Um, according to the website, he is still working with Rhonda Rowlett, but no word on if they are still romantically involved. But they do have a number of clothing items designed with the help of his son, Hunter Green, Spoiler the stuff is also fucking ugly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: we have wait, we have
1: I I'm assuming that we, there's this guy modeling this shirt. I'm assuming this is Hunter just for us. I think
2: that's I think that's Hunter.
1: Argument sake. So the t-shirt guy's is a square box that's so teal with music notes like music on it and then there's a dog with a colorful ear like a rainbow ear. Very yeah. very much Lisa Frank but very very
2: bad. It's like, it's so weird because it's very, because obviously James was an illustrator at Lisa Frank. So he was drawing some of these, you know, these animals. But it does look weird because the music notes and then like Hunter, no shade to Hunter. He's giving us like skater boy energy. And then the shirt looks like something you would see in like the kids collection at Target. Like it's just The vibe is off.
1: Totally. Well, and the dog looks sad. So, I mean, even the dog knows.
2: (laughs) The dog looks sad. He's like, these motherfuckers are abusing me. James James yells at me every day.
1: (laughs) You know he does. He's like, get on that shirt. (laughs)
2: Get over that shirt. There's also, there's also some leggings. Delon, please describe these leggings. Oh my
1: God. I know we're in a legging culture, but if anyone came out with these, I would think you was crazy. So I can't tell these. Okay. So there's skulls on them, but they're Mm -hmm. multicolored skulls, almost tie dye, but the waistband Mm -hmm. is giving you green army print.
2: Camouflage.
1: Is that camouflage? That's what it's called. Camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the camouflage blends down to the base with all these skulls on it. And then it goes pink. These are terrible.
2: There's just just too many colors. It's just so strange. I totally don't understand it. just all over this is they're on coke they're on coke
1: (laughs) they're still doing it
2: they should they should be more focused doesn't make you shit like I mean yeah come on it
1: brings it in brings it in
2: tunnel vision okay
1: oh my god Um, so now that we dug into Lisa Frank's history we are going to fix it but first let's take a quick break
0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com.
1: And we're back. Um, so here's my fix for this for Lisa the Frank mm, because I'm ready. Because the color, because of the fantasy, the whimsy is a huge part of the brand. I think it would be smart to go into fabric prints, right? You talked about, um, like there were brand collaborations and things like that. I think, um, they could really carbon copy their cartoon artwork. Um, but also like give us some elevated prints, not this, (laughs) what we saw from James's brand. Um, but, Keep it mm-hmm. colorful. Um, but give us something that like adult millennials would want to wear, right? I think it would also be smart if they wanted to capitalize on the Y2K return, which we know they really haven't. Um, they could partner with like a Betsy Johnson with some of those prints. Oh, and, come on, right? Yes. Uh, a Diane, um, yeah. Von Furstberg who does like the wrap dress. Mm-hmm. Like she could use some like millennial prints. I think that would be so cute for spring, summer. Um, tap into that millennial nostalgia, Lisa Frank.
2: Yeah, they really it's so wild that we are having this millennial moment. And Lisa Frank is absent from the conversation.
1: You know what, but I'm putting it in. The, I'm putting it in the in the world right now because you know how we do on Let Me Fix It, Fran. Yes. Give it give it a we, year. Lisa Frank will be back out here. I, I guarantee you.
2: Yeah. She totally will. Um so my fix, I have 3 pitches. Okay, the first one is I would love to see a mini series about the rise and fall of Lisa Frank, but it's like scripted Breaking mm. Bad style, okay? So it's like you meet Lisa as a kid, she's a great artist, and then she starts getting into drugs and it's like colorful and psychedelic, instead of meth it's all about cocaine being moved through the Lisa Frank offices. I mean, I it's love. Just, you know Re- I, it's giving emmy right like i, I could see it <laughs> um the other two things that i thought okay so you know how urban outfitters also has Free People and Anthropology. I didn't so like know Urban that. Outfitters now I do. Is, oh, it's it's the same brand. So okay, Urban Outfitters is like the young hipster, and then Free People is like you know the hippie yoga athlete girl, and then Anthropology is like the rich traveler. Boho. She's a mom. She has boho. Exactly. She wants antique fur- furniture at like West Elm prices. Whatever. Mm. Okay, so I think. Similarly, Lisa Frank should create another version of the brand, and maybe it's just called LFI, and it's Solids no patterns bright like use their signatures to make really bright colored sweatsuits and leggings and maybe have like lfi and like a little Uh, rainbow or something so or like a little heart or like a little star so it's like really simple but it's the signature bright colors because i'm not fucking wearing (gasps) these patterns but i love color
1: well, and I think you can, here's the thing. When it, if I can, I see it already. It's like a Lululemon athleisure wear. Right? Yes. And it's yes. bright, bright. Mm-hmm. Everything's mad bright. And, and, and then that becomes like the, the brand that becomes the cultural yes. moment. It's like
2: neon, pink, purple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see it. I see and it. And already. they already have like, they already have the special color thing that they do that makes all their yeah. shit super colorful. And that's what makes, what sets it apart. It's like, outfits that are way brighter than anything else out there and then like maybe there's a little colorful like rainbow moment like in each thing but it's like have you ever heard of the yoga brand aloe
1: i've seen i've seen their stores in new york yeah
2: yeah so it's all everything is solid color there and it's like it's really kind of taken over and i feel like again lisa frank could really corner the neon market and then my 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 last two pitches are um some sort of food collab i think would be really smart like maybe Mm. ben and jerry's like ice cream
1: listen or and and go sorbet because you know i'm lactose intolerant okay bright sorbet
2: (laughs) hasn't stopped me from eating ice okay yes i
1: live alone it's fine
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes i do live alone just me and flex um (laughs) So I thought that would be really fun. And then my last thing was maybe to rebrand and revamp this bad image that they have. Maybe they do like a charitable back to school initiative where they like sponsor the school supplies for like an entire school. So they do the backpacks, the trapper keepers, the notebooks for the whole school it's it's a great news article it's giving back it gets the name out there and then all the kids are carrying these you know wild looking folders and shit
1: yeah i really love that because i mean not only is it good pr you know it's always good to give back it's always good to 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 do something that that feels altruistic but you could also make it like an um like a contest thing like have your school administrator write a letter and for the every year lisa frank sponsors all of the school supplies for that and entire school and you, know, you oh, know the
2: the the contest is called dear lisa oh
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah. I wanted to circle back mm-hmm. to your other one about the the scripted show. I think there's mm-hmm. a real, I mean, I'm such an artsy dude. Ready? Hair flip. Um, I do think there's a lot of potential for that in that. Do you remember that TV show? I think you know the person who did that. It's like a concepty TV show that was on HBO and it was just like images and small clips of things. And he was like um, dating a girl. Do you remember this at all?
2: Oh, uh, Love Life.
1: Yes, we went and saw a screen. Did you like go yeah. see a screening of that? I think I went. And saw, I saw a screening oh, somewhere. No, no,
2: it. no, no, no. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about. Um, oh my God! Wait, random acts of flyness. It's Terrence. N- Terrence N- Nance is his name.
1: Yes. Yeah. So do like a random acts of flyness type thing where it's scripted. But like Ooh. you said, it's psychedelic, it's images, right? You, you it's like you're and...
2: tripping every exactly, episode.
1: Exactly. exactly. I yeah. think there's a lot of potential for that. So I think that's a good comp for it.
2: Yeah, no, I love that idea. I was definitely, I mean, like, I, I know you watched Breaking Bad, but if you haven't watched Breaking Bad class, get your fucking life together. That show is so good. But like, not this is not a spoiler, but like, as the meth business is growing, the show starts to get more like frid- like mm-hmm. the, the editing is like all over the place and like th- you know there's they have like a steady cam on them that's like you know it's almost like you're inside their mind or it's kind of like requiem for a dream Or like the whole show movies. feels like you're on drugs that's what i feel like the lisa frank miniseries feels like so you're so right with that random acts of flyness reference
1: yeah i mean do it lisa do it, Lisa. Um, so class, Lisa Frank, did we fix it? Let us know over Instagram on our Instagram at fixitpod. You can also email us at letmefixitpod at gmail.com. Um, now it's time for our favorite segment, the glow up, where we give props to those who turn themselves around without our, our help. Since I went first for the fix, friend, do you want to go first for the glow up?
2: Yes. And this week I'm doing a stay up. <gasps> so oh, I love it. I love somebody. it. Ooh yes this is someone that has not needed a glow up they've been up my stay up goes to miss kelly clarkson miss kelly clarkson does not miss she don't i don't think she knows how to miss the Oof. first Winner of American Idol. The The, first. The one that, the first, and uh, we've had a lot of American Idol alums who've gone on to be very successful, Fantasia, Carrie Underwood, Jennifer Hudson, who didn't even win American Idol, but, you know, has done very well. But Kelly was the first. And every song Kelly has put out has been a fucking banger. Yes. Banger. The voice has always sounded good. She ain't missing no Yo, notes.
1: did you see that? Did you see that clip of her in, like, some restaurant
2: where she was like, Dah! and,
1: like, uh, just singing just yes. singing
2: her ass off? Yes. I was like, damn. Just singing her face off in a coffee shop. I saw a clip of her on the street. Some girl was singing with a little microphone on, on the street, and Kelly Clarkson's there, it, dressed down in sweatpants and sunglasses, dancing with her. The girl hands her the mic, and Kelly, ah! just starts belting her face off <laughs> she sounds amazing it's like 30 degrees outside Unbelievable. she ain't warmed up she sounds Unbelievable. amazing then then kelly's like you know what it's not enough for me to have all these fucking grammys i'm gonna have a tv show and then the tv show is a fucking hit
1: i haven't watched it you she's know why? a great is she a great host why well, but you know well. what?
2: She is a great host. She's so warm. She's engaging. She's funny. She's very clever and quick. Yeah. It feels like you're watching two friends hang out and then she has a segment called Kelly Oakey. Listen, if I was a pop star, I would be scared for Kelly to cover one of my <laughs> songs. Because uh, Kelly said Billie Eilish? Nah, ma'am. It's a wow. Kelly Clarkson song. Now, she's doing covers every episode and sounds amazing
1: wait so she sings every episode i I mean that just makes so much sense that that she has to sing every episode that's the brand right
2: sometimes she sings with a guest which is like super fun and it's 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 cute it's not my i don't normally watch shows like that but every time i see a clip i'm impressed
1: yeah i'm not like a daytime tv show watcher or like even really a talk show watcher um but the reason i was like she was in a season of talk show hosts when it's, that were just, they were giving away shows, right? RuPaul had a TV yes. show for a minute. They were just trying, throwing spaghetti on the wall and see what saw, what sticked and um, was seeing what sticked. And so I was like, oh, girl, like everybody gets a talk show, but you know what? It's stuck. <laughs> it's doing very, very yeah. well. Clearly.
2: It's doing, it's, it is consistently rated very high. And I will agree. I felt the same way where I was like, why is she getting a talk show? It just seemed so like weird to me, but it's, it's really, really working for her. And I will also add, and again, I don't know, Kelly Clarkson. So maybe behind the scenes, she sucks, but her persona has always been so positive. Mm-hmm. She's never in scandal. She never is saying, now listen, don't fucking embarrass me, Kelly. Okay. I know you're listening. Don't, don't, don't make me regret saying this, but she's never, she never really in anything. And then I don't know if you saw this as she got divorced right. and she had to pay a huge settlement to her ex-husband. She took care of it. Um, and she was, she handled it very professionally. She really didn't take any shots at him. She made one, she did like one song that was like that. She did like a cover of that song, ABC, fuck you or something like that. And she made a little joke about her husband and it was very very cute. Mm-hmm. But she just really she really keeps it cute. You know what I mean? She's not running her mouth on social. Her business media. is not in the street. She just- I don't really know anything. I don't know what anything. her kids look like. I don't know anything. And I love that for her. And I would like it to stay that way.
1: I I agree with you. And I mean, it, it may be that she was like also, she's like a mainstay in our like millennial kind of coming of age. right? American Idol that first season. American Idol was so big for us when we were in high yeah. school and college. Um, and so... Yeah. It, we may have, I may, we may have a soft spot for her. But the other thing is I'm just rooting for her. Like you just, when someone's talented and someone's cute and someone's genuine and sweet, you just root for them. I can't wait for her to get another Grammy because I don't, I haven't really heard any of the bangers as of late. Kelly. Yeah.
2: She, she's taking a break from music. I think she has a new single out. I will also say this. I could see her being an EGOT winner. (gasps) Oh.
1: Ooh. oh because she would get an emmy for the tv show yeah what
2: she, she get could oscar get an Oscar for, for the... oh like an
1: oscar for she writing could... a song
2: she could get an oscar for a song she could also um i don't know if she can act i don't i didn't see that kelly that the, the eric and idol uh, movie i don't think
1: Oh, um she kelly would... and justin forever whatever
2: kelly song? and justin yeah where what is justin fucking doing
1: <gasps> Yo, So Justin actually just closed um, uh, the Britney Spears musical on Broadway, which evidently was oh. trash, um, but he was supposedly so good in it. Everyone I know that saw it was really? like, yeah, not nothing to write home about, but Justin Guarini was unbelievable. So kudos to you, Justin. And remember that? Wasn't there oh. the 7 Up commercial he was in or something? He he was, uh, it was
2: a Dr. Pepper commercial. Dr.
1: Pepper, Dr. Pepper.
2: Yes, 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 yes. He was dancing around. (laughs) Shout out to Justin Guarini. We could probably do an episode about him. Oh, we're about to. We're about to. We got to put him on the list. All right. uh, Enough of from me. What is your glow up this week?
1: Okay. So my glow up goes to all of these vanilla babies out here on TikTok. So listen. (laughs) (gasps) Listen, so I Fran, Jack
2: Harlow. Is that
1: what they're calling it? Vanilla, <laughs> vanilla babies. Vanilla babies. Listen, listen, I'm not on TikTok like that. You guys Fran is trying is slowly trying to get me to get on this TikTok and get these viral vids. I'm trying, I'm do. I'm studying slowly. But for those of you who don't know the reference or aren't on TikTok, like I am, aren't plugged in, there's an artist named Jack Harlow who has a new song called loving on me, which it's it, it, it's a
2: bop.
3: I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She 28, telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit, like killer, baby.
1: It's a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. I can't deny it. Um, but it blew up on TikTok because there were all uh, of these. People we've coined "vanilla babies," which are just white boys making videos (laughs) dancing to his song. Now, (laughs) why is this my glow up? Because listen, I'm giving it to Jack. Jack, you have helped your brethren out here find this beat. (laughs) I have never seen
2: so many white men find a beat and stay on the beat. (laughs) You have, like, you. I will also say the bar is truly in hell. It's kind of nice seeing white people just be white. (laughs) Y'all just, you're not trying to do anything. Other than be vanilla,
1: I mean. Well, listen, I will say well, it is black music. It is a black beat. Yes. Sorry, Jack. Well, it's cultural appropriation. Mm. I'm calling it out. But you know, it's it's black. Black culture is American culture, evidently. And then who cares mm. if you take it at this point? I guess.
2: Well, DeLon there's also a line in the songs that says, "I don't like no whips and chains." Well, always makes me kind of. <laughs> I
1: don't know
2: the, about that part.
1: <laughs> and there's the rub. And there's the fucking rub. <laughs> I don't like no whips and chains, but keep on loving on me um -hmm. it's 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 giving slaves something there jackie
2: and the other line is like, I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer baby. Right. I'm vanilla baby. I am I mean, it, the word play is clever, but it does make me cringe a little bit. But you're right. The white boys are embracing this song.
1: They love it. Well, and also, I, I mean, you know, if, if there was a line about consent in there, Jack, I think we might be able to swallow <laughs> it a little bit. Ready, swallow it. Swallow <laughs> it a little bit better. Um, but. Listen, I, 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 will say it's a bop. They, there are even dance moves. They're, they're all, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're choking themselves with slapping and mm-hmm. all this shit. There's one dude with a Rubik's Cube out here. You, the they're, the Rubik's
2: doing Cube guy. He yo, is having a moment.
1: Yo, he's done several of the same video with different clothes on and people are out mm-hmm. here just commenting on it. Um, so Jack, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm giving it to you. You got these vanilla babies out here moving.
2: I did not know they were calling themselves vanilla babies. I had no idea. Well, class, that is our show. And now, of course, we wanna hear from you. Did you have a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, a backpack? (laughs) What would you do to revamp her brand? Or maybe you would like to suggest a TV show, a celeb, or a brand that we should fix in a future episode. Hit us up on Instagram at fixitpod or email us lemmefixitpod at gmail.com.
1: And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Delon.
2: And I'm Francesca. And, and this was, this was
3: Let, Let Me Fix It! it. Ka, 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 ka. Ka, ka.